Section 26 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 24. David L. Uley, 1810-1886, versus Stephen R. Mallory, 1813-1873, Florida. Election case, March 8, 1851, to August 27, 1852. Issues, right of losing candidate in contested election to address the Senate. Chronology, notice of contest, March 8, 1851. Referred to committee, December 1, 1851. Committee report, August 21, 1852. Senate vote, August 27, 1852. Result? Mallory retained seat. Background. David Levy and Stephen R. Mallory, each born in the West Indies, migrated to Florida and entered local politics. In 1845, with the admission of Florida to the Union, Levy, Democrat, became one of the state's first senators, having served previously as the territorial delegate. Early in 1846, at Levy's request, the Florida State Legislature officially changed his name to David Levy Uley. In 1851, the State General Assembly failed to re-elect Uley when, on three ballots, the 58 members repeatedly divided their votes 29 to 29. One half of the legislature voted for David Uley, but the other half registered blank votes. Two days later, 31 members voted for Stephen R. Mallory, Democrat, and 27 voted for Uley. The Florida Assembly declared Mallory the victor. Statement of the Case Early in March 1851, during the brief special session, the Senate received a letter of contest from Uley. But on December 1, 1851, at the beginning of the regular session of the Senate, the body seated Stephen Mallory. It then referred his credentials and Uley's letter to a specially appointed committee for review. Uley maintained that Mallory's election violated Florida election rules, but that the complexity of the local political regulations restricted the ability of non Floridians to grasp the meaning of the state laws. Muley asked that the election be turned back to the Florida legislature as the only body capable of interpreting the intent of the law. Response of the Senate. The committee reported more than a year later on August 21, 1852, recommending that the Senate adopt a resolution stating that Stephen Mallory had been duly elected. During the Senate debate on August 27th, James A. Bayard, Jr., Democrat of Delaware, objected to the requests of Uley's supporters that he be heard on the floor of the Senate. Bayard argued that further debate only obstructed the completion of public business in a session that was rapidly drawing to a close. His remarks precipitated a lengthy debate over Uley's right to floor time. Uley's opponents protested that if the contestant gained the floor, precious time would be wasted. 
The tardiness with which the committee had completed the Yuli report added weight to the senator's cause. Stung by these criticisms, Jesse D. Bright, Democrat of Indiana, explained that Chairman John M. Berrien, Whig of Georgia, had been called home for a, quote, domestic affliction, unquote, and that upon his return, Bright himself left Washington. Once the committee finally assembled, Bright explained, it was his understanding that both Florida contestants preferred to defer the decision until after the national political conventions. This may have been true of David Ulee, who orchestrated Stephen Douglas's attempt to capture the 1852 Democratic presidential nomination, but Mallory denied vehemently that he had requested any postponement. To emphasize his desire for a speedy resolution, Mallory urged the Senate to give Ulee two hours to speak and promised to say nothing in reply. Finally given his opportunity to address the Senate and with Edwin M. Stanton as his counsel, Ulee reiterated his argument that only the Florida legislature could understand the complexities of an election resolution passed in 1845. In addition, he asserted that the 29 blank votes actually had been cast in his favor. Ulee's opponents countered that the current Florida legislature was not the same as that involved in the election dispute and questioned how a blank vote assumed the character of assent. On the subject of the blank votes, one senator noted that after each of the three failed ballots, the president of the Florida joint meeting announced, quote, no election, unquote. Had any of the Florida legislators intended that the blank vote be an I, ample opportunity had existed for individuals to note the mistake. Clearly, the purpose of the blank votes had been to show that the Florida legislature had a quorum for an election, thus avoiding any future challenges by Ulee on that procedural point. The Senate unanimously voted to reject Ulee's claim to the seat and recognize Mallory as the duly elected Florida senator. Conclusion On March 17, 1853, the Senate voted to grant Ulee per diem and mileage for the period when he was contesting the seat. Florida returned David Ulee to its other Senate seat in 1855. He and Mallory represented the state together until they both withdrew with other Southern senators on January 21, 1861. During the Civil War, Mallory served as Secretary of the Navy for the Confederacy. He practiced law in Florida after the war and died in 1873. Ulee served in the Confederate Congress and was a prisoner of state briefly when the South was defeated. In 1880, Ulee moved to Washington, D.C. He died in 1886. End of Case 24 and of Section 26.